Hello, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of my podcast, The Secret Garden. My name is Bridget, and I am really stoked because we're going to be talking about something that I think everybody can relate to, and that is social media. Now, I have been pondering on deleting social media for the last year and I would say last year. Yeah, in the last year for sure. Um, And I've watched a lot of people on YouTube talk about why they deleted social media, what it has done for them, and whether they're back or not, whether they are back on it or not. And I just find that that is so fascinating because it has been a part of my life for so long. And it's interesting to me now that the new generations growing up, you know, some of them even have social media accounts and their kids and some of them have smartphones and their children. They are like eight years old and have a smartphone and an Instagram account. <coughs> Which I completely disagree with, but we will get into that. <laughs> Um, I have been pondering this for a while, as I said, because I think truly deep down, I feel like that is the right decision for me. And, and once I start getting into it and, and, and thinking about truly deleting it, then all of the excuses come up, right? Like, oh, well, I have pictures dating back to 2014 on my Instagram. I have photo albums of me living in the East Coast on Facebook and I don't have that anywhere else. Um, I have photos of my engagement with my fiance. I have, you know, like all of these excuses or I'm going to miss out on things. I have certain influencers I like to follow and, you know, I don't want to miss out on their announcements or their Instagram stories or whatever it is. And it's just realizing that those things aren't so important. And deleting social media doesn't equal canceling your account. Um, it may be tempting to keep your account open, but just never going on it. That way you don't actually lose anything. But if I do end up deleting social media, I think that is what my route is going to be, is probably just deleting it literally off my phone, but not actually getting rid of my account. That way my pictures are still there and I have nothing to worry about. Um, Now, when I say deleting social media, I, I do not include YouTube in this because YouTube is literally my TV. I probably should delete it. Um, but I really do enjoy YouTube and I have learned a lot from YouTube with certain things and um, it can be a negative if I'm just mindlessly watching garbage and I'm not being fulfilled in any way. But I do view it as different compared to Instagram and Facebook. Um, Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest are my only social media accounts, plus my YouTube, of course. Um, I, I have had Tumblr. I've had Twitter. Um, now, Twitter, I've only used Twitter for 
TV shows that I like and follow. Um, so Twitter was never like a super serious thing. I've never made like captions on there or anything. I always thought that, that was stupid. No offense to people who like Twitter. Um, I did have Snapchat, uh, but there was a lot of pornography on there. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like there are children that have Snapchat and are probably seeing this as well. So I deleted that because of that reason. And then I, I briefly, very briefly had TikTok. Um, it was really annoying me when I was seeing a lot of the people that I was following influencer wise, getting TikTok all at the exact same time and encouraging everyone to follow them. Cause to me, it's like, all right, they're probably getting money. Um, and that's why everybody at the exact same time started getting TikTok and promoting it, which is hilarious. Um, but again, like, even though I really did like a lot of the TikTok videos, I would be on that thing for like an hour and not even realize an hour went by. Like I thought maybe I was on it for like five minutes, 10 minutes tops. And I look at the time like, oh my gosh, it's been an hour. Um, not only that, I was noticing a lot, a lot of very inappropriate videos. And even though I was following, you know, more animal-based profiles, I was following a lot more, you know, my religion. <coughs> <coughs> my religion-based, you know, type of profiles, my just things that I'm interested in. But every time I would go in the For You page, it was just pornography of some sort, um, really stupid things like filming your boyfriend and while you confront him with cheating, um, like just things that I was like, really, like this is so pointless. It's just a waste of time, like filming it and putting on TikTok like why I just don't understand um so that's the reason why I do not have TikTok I it just got really annoyed with it and tired of it and I have not felt the need to go back on it ever again um and that was way before the controversies about TikTok have come out but I do have Instagram and I do have Facebook um, and I would say Instagram is probably the one that I use the absolute most. Um, but yeah, like I, I just always think, well, I have all these pictures and blah, blah, blah. I even tried changing my Instagram. So I had a, a public page and then I changed it to private. I went through all of the people who follow me, got rid of all of the ones who don't know me. Um, because I do have pictures of my baby niece on my file and I just don't want pedophiles looking at her. Um, and I went through all of the people that I follow and just got rid of the ones that I just felt like weren't fulfilling me. And there's still a whole bunch on there that don't fulfill me, but I'm, I'm working on it. Um, yeah, I just want to get into that for a sec though. What I just said with the, um, pedophiles on Instagram um, I am absolutely disgusted and shocked by the amount of accounts that are on Instagram who are pedophiles, who post pictures of very inappropriate imagery of children. And people have reported these accounts 
And a lot of the time, Instagram tells us, the people who complained, that they don't see anything wrong with this. And I'm thinking, are you joking? Like, you take down photos of women who have, like, a nipple showing through their shirt or may even have a breast exposed or something, but you won't take down, like, these profiles who have very inappropriate images of children. But okay. Um, that's infuriating for sure. Um, I'm also very sick of these platforms where parents exploit their children for money. And I know that a lot of parents don't see it like that, of course. (laughs) But if you think about it, if you take the child out of the equation on your social media, will you get the same brands reaching out to you for you know, a brand deal? Will you get the same amount of people following you anymore? Uh, I bet a lot of people would unfollow you because they like the family aspect. And so you cannot afford to lose that because this is your job. And thus you continue to exploit your children because it's your income. And I just find that so absolutely sad. Um, It's obviously worse on YouTube I'm not just saying this for Instagram. YouTube's like the worst because we're literally raising children on a platform and we have no idea what this is going to do to them when they're older. We have no idea what this is going to do to their mental health. Um, There's probably going to be a lot of videos on there that they're going to be embarrassed about when they're older. Um, And it's just pure exploitation. I find that a lot of the parents mess with their kids' feelings as a video prank or, I don't know. And, like, I know that families do that anyway, but I think it's just different when it's the entire world watching and they know it. Like, these kids know it, you know? And they're crying on on video and the parents think it's funny and they put it on channel and it's just like what what are you doing like you've like there's no thought to it and it's really frustrating and isn't it interesting that birth videos are like one of the most highest rated videos that people watch um so a lot of these youtubers just keep having kids and raking in the dough it's just It's such an interesting concept. Now, what is so ironic about this is that the whole reason why I got into YouTube was because of the Shaytards, which is a family vlogging channel. And this was back in 2010. And I was absolutely in love with them, in love. And uh, because I, you know, didn't have the greatest family. And they just seemed so beautiful. But what was so interesting about them is that later on, years and years later, um, a huge scandal broke out with them. And Shay ultimately was online cheating, I guess, with a cam girl who was much younger than his wife. And what's fascinating about this is that I looked up to him and Colette, his wife, for relationship advice because 
I thought they were the perfect couple. I truly did. And to realize that, nope, like, they're not and nobody is, it completely changed my entire perspective on every couple that I see on Instagram and on Facebook and on, you know, YouTube who are promoting their relationship as a brand and then getting into having a family later on. But we're just going to talk about the couples right now. You know, the couples that only post pictures of them being super happy and in love and what they love about each other. Those things are great. And I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy about this. But there's no realness with it. Because at the end of the day, um, who knows what happened behind those pictures. They may have had a massive fight later on that day. Or even an hour before those pictures. They may have had a really hard conversation or a therapy session or anything you know and they're not being real with their audience and their audience thinks that they are like this all the time because they're posting all of these pictures that are very professional and perfect looking and everything is perfect my life looks perfect and that's their brand that's their aesthetic and it's just not real. <laughs> and what else is not real is a lot of these Instagram models um, who Photoshop their photos. I do follow some accounts that bring that to light that uh, have the original picture or, you know, paparazzi photo versus the photo that they edited and put on their Instagram. And it's totally different. Some of them you know, most of them change their body shape, 100%. Some of them, most of them change the way their hips look, the way their butt looks. They change the way their stomach looks. They change how big their arms are. And that's, that's most of them. And there are some that really, like, change their face and, you know, all of that. And it's just, like, these young impressionable girls are following these Instagram models who Photoshop their photos and they think they actually look like that and it's so wrong and I know that this has always been a thing this has always been a thing through the decades you know when whatever decade had you know the magazine starting right with the women on the covers and inside like they photoshop those photos we all know this but I just think that it's way worse now because you're not just looking at a magazine you have a literally an an app that you can look through a million people if you wanted at your fingertips it's not the same as a magazine um, the thing with YouTube is I have learned a lot from YouTube, so I don't plan on deleting YouTube ever. It's basically my television. Um, so let's talk about how social media has affected me personally. Well, I must say I don't compare myself to these Instagram models. I don't follow any of them. But what I have 
kind of fell into though, in terms of following certain kinds of people are fitness influencers because now I'm getting into fitness and I feel like my body should look like hers or my body, I want my body to look like hers and it becomes this comparing game that I already do outside of that but but more so on Instagram and it's just not real. I mean, it's not realistic because my body might not look like that. It might look like something completely different with this fitness journey. And I just think that we need to be responsible for ourselves with what we're following and ask ourselves, like, is this fulfilling? Is this doing me any good? Is this good or bad? Does this affect me in a negative way? You know? And the answer is, well, yeah, <laughs> like I constantly think about it all the time. I, whenever they post a picture, I feel jealous. I feel like I should look like them. Um, or I try and do everything that they do, their workout routine, their meal plan, like everything they do. And it's not working because I have a different body. So now I'm frustrated and it just turns into this awful cycle. And I've noticed that with some of the fitness influencers that I follow, because I truly believed that they, they aren't doing me any harm. Um, they're just a person I'm following, but at the end of the day, like I don't know them and they don't know me. And it's just odd because we think we know them, but we don't have a clue. We only see that photo. Or we only see that 20 minute video of that day and they cut out a lot, you know, and there's so many days where we don't see what they do or who they really are. And I just think the concept of that is pretty crazy. So my question to you is, would you ever delete social media? What has it done to you? What are pros and cons? You know, don't focus just on the negative. Add positives in there. You know, I, I've learned a lot because of social media. I've found amazing people, personalities that I really like on social media. And there's cons too. And it doesn't have to be a black or white situation. It's definitely a gray area. And I think we should we should just give each other grace and love and just figure out what is best for us. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast today on the secret garden. I hope you have a beautiful day wherever you are.